This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. I'm your host, Chewy Plays Nintendo, joined by Sergio, and today we're talking about the worldwide launch of Pocket Camp. So as you all might know or might not know, I don't know, um, well I know, but Animal Crossing Pocket Camp has officially launched. It launched, uh, well, they said it was going to launch Wednesday before Thanksgiving, which, what was that, Sergio? Was that the 23rd? Mmm... Yes, that's correct. Um, yeah, so they said it was going to launch the 23rd. It actually showed up on the iTunes, not the iTunes, the Apple Store and the Android Store a day early. So the 22nd it showed up, and I actually decided to delete my old Australian version and start afresh. And Sergio, you actually decided to continue. Yes. Hello, everyone. Yes, that's correct. I decided to continue. And at first, it seemed like it was a pretty easy going process. The game updated. I had a a few connection issues, but I thought at first it was because of the Google account, you know, Google Play uh, system that it, it automatically opened up for the first time. So I thought that was a good sign. Except the connection issues and the like server crashes and slowdowns continued for throughout the first day a lot. And that actually happened to a lot of the first players, maybe because we were playing the game a day early and they didn't have all the servers ready. But yeah, definitely the first day and the first couple of days, the connection was pretty slow. And even if you managed to connect, the loading times were pretty bad. Yeah, I want to say those first two days were the craziest. I actually didn't start playing in time to... um essentially like play those first two days with all those server issues so i kind of just heard everybody on the discord server or uh, just talk about like how the game crashed a lot and it was hard to play and yeah i imagine it's the same thing like it showed up a day early and everybody was really excited hopped on it and it overloaded the servers so i'm sure they just weren't ready for it to actually go up but it was up so they couldn't avoid it Definitely. Um, And a lot of people were frustrated to the point they decided not to play the game right away. Maybe I'm sure that helped with the server loads. And I did the same thing. I figured, oh, might as well wait a few days to for it to even out. Yeah. And so I actually started, it was either Thanksgiving Day or the day after when I finally like opened it up and started playing because... Um, my wife and I were busy. We were traveling all weekend. That's why I almost forgot. I'm apologizing for the episode showing up a day later than usual. Um, but yeah, we were traveling. Um, things were kind of crazy that Tuesday and Wednesday, just getting everything ready so we could go. Um, so when I finally sat down to it, which I think it ended up being a good thing because after that, we didn't really experience any problems with the server. Correct. Yeah, so, and then another thing, so it's funny you say, um, or it's funny that you mentioned that some people, like, kind of stopped playing because of those server issues, 
um, because I've told like all my friends about it and my brother and the one thing that they haven't liked about the game, which is unfortunately making them stop before it actually gets started, is the pretty long tutorial that we go through. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and so me replaying it, I kind of, I, I guess I expected, I knew what to expect when I first started the game because I'd already done it, you know? Um, but even my wife had the comment or she commented that like she felt like she was just being led along she was she wasn't sure if she was actually playing yet Hmm. for a little bit and so I was like yeah you know this tutorial is like a little bit longer than I think it needs to be (laughs) oh you know I don't remember um being bothered by it but you know of course since you played it twice you you have a better idea of it yeah. Also, like, I mean, we both love Animal Crossing so much. <laughs> I don't think we're going to be as bothered. Like, both of us, we, we've been looking forward to something new in the Animal Crossing world for so long that we're just like, finally, it's in our hands. Yes, and I want to honestly, play this like, tutorial. <laughs> yeah, and then we don't mind taking the time doing that, you know? Right, exactly. So, yeah, I feel like we have that perspective. But yeah, that was just something that I was hearing from people around me about the game. And luckily, most of them have gotten through that tutorial process. And even uh, my wife's like playing it pretty regularly. And I like checking out her camp, seeing what she does. She really likes decorating it. So that's kind of... Um, she, she also likes... Um, working on her camper like decorating that little space and i'm like oh this is really cool like i like that you're interested in this idea of having your camper and you know decorating it whatever way you want right i know you and i both sort of neglected that i i still i still (laughs) do and i'm guessing maybe a lot of people do but it's it's definitely something to do and something to keep the game going yeah, I've I've been paying attention to mine a lot more now just because my wife does and I'm like, "Oh, that looks like awesome. I really <laughs> want to deck mine out." And so now I actually when I visit everybody, I make a point of going into their camper to see if they've done anything with it. Oh, that's a great idea. I should be doing that. Yeah, and so on our server, we have a lot of our friends on there and everybody's been sharing their code, you know. And so once everybody added me, I just kind of went through all of our friends and looked at their camps and their campers, and it was awesome. Um, but yeah, it, it's been... It, I think that's one of the my favorite things so far is just like everybody we know now has the game. Or not everybody, but you know what I mean. Just right, like right. a Everyone... bunch of people we know have the game and we can enjoy it with them. Right, right. A lot of them, a lot of them just didn't want to jump ahead with the Australian version. Maybe they thought it was too complicated, or they were afraid of the risk of potentially losing all your progress. Um, mm-hmm. For for the record, it was a pretty seamless transition. It just updated uh, the version of the game, and then it allowed me to connect my Nintendo account, and everything was as good as it was before. No, no issues at all. Yeah, that's good. So you didn't really notice any like big changes in it, right? None, none other than the the slow connections at first. Yeah, yeah. So me playing it from the beginning again, it seems like 
essentially the same game. I don't know how much they've changed from it, but it seems pretty similar. Like, all the prices for Leaf tickets are the same, which is unfortunate for me because, like, I've done the math before with you, and I'm just like, if you've got to spend, like, $12 to get the KK Slider chair. Right. Um, which, I mean, in your case, it's worth it because you love KK <laughs> Slider. Um, Guilty. But, but, like, if you're paying that for every single special character thing then it's kind of a lot right it's either that or play a lot and save your tickets yeah so i i was hoping they would change that a little bit like get the pricing a little bit better um but for now i don't know um but another so as far as like changes go of it just being like out around the world it's finally linked up to my nintendo so what what's exciting about that is like we have all these special things that we can get and the first thing i got was for sure the okay motors shirt and hat same same right here <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're super cute and then you can also get a bunch of crafting materials um if you have a my nintendo account or if you don't have a my nintendo account definitely get one it's just i think it's my.nintendo.com and you can sign up for your own Nintendo account, but you get a lot of, you get, first off, you can link your account and get 100 tickets, or Leaf tickets. Second, you get another option for 50 more Leaf tickets for free. Um, so both of those are completely, like, really great reasons to get it. But on top of that, the my biggest gripe with playing the Australian one was how quickly I ran out of cotton. And right. this this gives you an option so that you can spend, I want to say, like 50 Nintendo points for cotton. Yes. <laughs> for like 20, 20 um, pieces of cotton. And you can do it with anything, but I specifically do it for cotton so I can build all the tents. <laughs> and I wanted to ask you if you can do it more than once, which I hope so. Yes, you can. So I did it once with one, and then I accidentally did it again. <laughs> and the thing said, oh, you've already gotten this once. Are you sure you want to get it again? And then I was like, oh, I can get these more than once. Oh, nice. This is good. This means I can use all of my my mountains of platinum coins that I hadn't <laughs> used on this game. And it's the first time that I'm like, yes, finally, something I can spend my points on. <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm right there with you. And just, just to point out, it's also you also get additional free ones if you happen to link your Facebook and your Twitter account, not through my Nintendo, but through the uh, Pocket Camp. Yeah. So in the friends section of the app, um, it. it it took me a little bit to find this, so I know specifically. So whenever you click on view friends, click on like add friends, whatever the option is at the top. I'm actually looking at it right now. So you click on your little friend thing and then at the top it reads add friend. So once you click on add friend, you'll see this other menu that has the option to link both Facebook and Twitter. And then right. also you can see your own ID, so you can share it with anybody you know. Right. I I'm, I agree. It was definitely a little bit tricky to find. <laughs> yeah. So, because I, I, I kept clicking on more, and I was like, 
where is this? Is it in settings? Is it in miscellaneous? What what am I doing? <laughs> right, and so. it wasn't too clear if it meant your account in the My Nintendo website. And I was thinking, well, I already have those linked. Maybe that's why it doesn't show them as options. But yeah, it was through the Pocket Camp application itself. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's kind of like the most exciting thing about it launching. It's that people we know are playing... And it's finally given me something good on my Nintendo. <laughs> right, right. Something to use those coins with. And it's, in a way, it's like an emergency supply of whatever um, tools or materials you may need. Yeah. And so I think also, like, now that the game's out, I think everybody should be expecting, like, tons of updates to it. So, like, already... The current version of the game has been data mined and we're already seeing like new villagers that are going to come to the game as well as like holiday themed items. Right. I'm very, very stoked for Marshall coming in. Oh, yeah. Marshall's like that's top tier. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm from those Animal Crossing New Leaf days when you would do like the animal trade thing where oh, you'd get yeah. you'd get one of your villagers in boxes or something and be <laughs> like, "Yo, I got Marshall in boxes. Give me 15 million <laughs> bells and he's yours." <laughs> oh, yes, I remember that. That was funny. And I'm like slightly disgusted by it, but I definitely <laughs> did it a couple times. Like I bought some villagers cuz I was like, "I need them in my town." <laughs> And now I don't care so much because I have all of their Amiibo cards and I right, can just right. get them. Right, <laughs> right. We had to resort to those methods before Amiibo. Yeah. And now uh, Nintendo, I feel like somebody out there is listening there and they know what we want. And <laughs> it just takes a while to get it into the game. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'm sure they've been like in whatever office that they're in working on it, but like just finding everything that people are bringing to the table, like suggestions, like I'm always on the Reddit, you know, and people are always like, Oh, it'd be cool if the new animal crossing did this, or it'd be cool if it did this. I'm sure there's somebody whose job it is to just like, look at all those things and be like, Hey, this sounds like a good idea. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I've always considered animal crossing has, almost unlimited potential there's so much and that's why there's so many features that you always want in the new game definitely yeah and that's why i'm saying like anybody i guess because there's been some critique of the game you know and it being kind of bare bones and i'm like yeah but th like this thing just came out it's been literally one week since it was available <laughs> and as we all know, like Animal Crossing just has so much character to it, like so many things to collect, so much furniture, items, whatever it is, and activities. We can expect that to eventually show up in the game. I agree. And we, we have played a good amount, especially you and I that started with the Australian version and anyone else that, that also did. And at the same time, we still haven't really taking the time to do all the features. For example, myself, I haven't focused on upgrading my camper or even really my campsite. I just have everything crammed in there. So I could definitely spend more time laying things out properly and selecting the items that I want or focusing on the villagers that I want in my campsite. So there is a lot of content, definitely. Yeah, and it, one thing I was kind of jealous of um, 
when everybody started playing, somebody mentioned like, oh, this is my break. So it's my chance to like make all of that like really fast furniture so I can just make the long furniture while I'm at work. Mm. And I was like, oh, man, that's totally like a thing I do in Animal Crossing. Just get every (laughs) single piece of furniture that I can. And for some reason, like I wasn't doing that in my playthrough of the Australian version. I was just like mostly like my focus was crafting items that the animals wanted so they could come live in my campsite. Right. And I think I was distracted by that like new mechanic that I forgot, like some of the stuff I regularly (laughs) do in Animal Crossing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I guess I, I wanted to like kind of talk to new players about Animal Crossing and anybody who has essentially like not played the game before or yeah well specifically Pocket Camp but also like anybody who's new to the series itself and so I guess uh, did you want to give like an overview of the existing Animal Crossing games? Sure sure it it all began with Animal Crossing for the GameCube which released in 2003 in North America. That was the very first game you're treated or greeted by KK Slider. The game actually came with a memory card that you needed for your save file because it was a town and it, it, it needed a lot of data. But that was the very first game. And to, to a lot of us, it's very nostalgic because it has a lot of features, including camera angles and the way the world is laid out that is not present in any of the future Animal Crossing games. But it, it definitely had a lot of content. It was an addiction in a way to many of us so it was the the beginning of something great (laughs) yeah and then that one also it had so much like it had a very different character than the other games i think they've like zoned it into like a specific type of game now that uh, in some ways we know what to expect but in others like that hadn't been defined in that first game yet so it it it, it makes it really special Absolutely. And, and you know how the the cranky nature or personality, they really went all out. Um, I guess they, they had a little bit more freedom or they were trying to find the the right balance in the personalities and the, the way the characters interacted. Yeah, because I think like their goal was to make it as like stress-free as possible. Right. Um, but I'm like, you know, it, people still stress over the game. Like if you <laughs> run in somebody's town, they're going to murder you because <laughs> their flowers are going to die or something so we stress over small things here in animal crossing <laughs> um so yeah after that was wild world for the ds um that came out when was that 2006 2005 2005 in america and japan <laughs> yeah so that one was for the ds probably i i would imagine it was like the most popular title just because the ds was is like one of the most popular consoles of all time right um so i imagine a lot of people played that one um that one introduced like touch screen controls it also introduced the pinwheel world where you don't really go from acre to acre so it switches camera angles instead you're always centered on the camera um, right and it introduced hats so you know, it was the first time you <laughs> could change true. your hat that right. was important to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then after that was City Folk. Um, that one, I, I also don't remember the date exactly, but that one always just seemed like an updated version of Wild World to me. 
Um, with an extra little section, you could go to the city, do a bunch of different things, and like see a show at the theater where you got emotions and sell some stuff in the auction house, which I actually never figured out how to use. Right, me neither. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe one day we'll we'll try that out. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, uh, Wild World didn't have the Shampoodle, correct? That was new to City Folk as well? You, um, I can't remember. I, I believe so. I think it might have. Like, if you got the Nookington's... <laughs> was uh, in city folk was shampoodle in nookingtons or was it in the city i believe it, w it was in the city yes so that makes me think that wild world did have it because i remember a specific point in the upgrade process of nook store where shampoodle was inside of nookingtons oh you don't say yeah And I don't know if you could get Nookingtons at this point without playing, um, like, local multiplayer on that game. Because you did need somebody oh. to, like, visit and buy something from your town. Before it would upgrade to the next level? Yeah. Um, before okay. it would upgrade to, like, that final store. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so after that was New Leaf, which is... it. I don't know. I don't know if any other games could compare to this one. Um, for a while, I was like, you know, Animal Crossing GameCube all the way. But I I had to accept the fact that that was kind of nostalgia based and right. that just a new leaf has it all. <laughs> right, right. It took them five years uh, from City Folk, which was 2008, and then 2013 at least, In North America, long wait, but it was definitely, definitely worth it. Yeah, and so this one was big because you could finally um, make public work, work projects, which were outdoor decorations. And, right. And you could swim. You couldn't swim before. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and you could wear pants or different shorts. And pants and shoes. <laughs> right. And the villagers were a little bit taller. They look a little more human in a way. Yeah, they, they introduce, like, different sizes to the villagers so you can get, like, some variation. Because, like, sometimes you're talking to a bear, and there's no reason this bear should be shorter than you. <laughs> <laughs> right. So they got bigger bodies. And, yeah, so that game, it, it's just done so much. The street pass features were amazing. Oh, yes. People's houses would show up in your little happy home showcase, and you could buy items from them. That was the best part of it. Mm -hmm. Right in the right the showcase of the houses. That's true. Yeah. So um, to continue the overview, there were a there were a couple spinoffs before the Pocket Camp spinoff. Um, but there was Happy Home Designer, and the one that you know a lot of people don't like to mention exists: Amiibo Festival. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And Happy Home Designer that just kind of like played off of the whole decoration style. So it introduced a lot of new furniture a lot of new things that you could do with decorating like adding rugs and putting like ceiling fans and anything on the ceiling like lights and stuff and then... right and on only recently i found out that happy home designer actually added new villagers which i, I didn't know I i'm i still don't know who they are but huh. i know they did that's interesting i didn't even notice that <laughs> right huh 
I'm going to have to figure that out and see because right. <laughs> I because I would imagine there's like, you know, amiibo cards of these villagers that didn't exist in New Leaf. But now you could get them in New Leaf using the amiibo card. Right. Oh, that's uh... and definitely big kudos to Happy Home Designer for introducing a lot of features that definitely have to be mainstays in the series, um, particularly regarding the layout of your house and your your rooms with the touchscreen. It's just so seamless. Yeah, the, the decorating in that game is a necessity for the next Animal Crossing. Like, it's so easy to do. It's... Um... And just navigating through all the different items you have, it's. I really hope they make that work in the new one. Right. Everything works so well. You just click and drag, tap to rotate. You can drag things on top if the game just knows where you want to place them. It's so perfect. Mm-hmm. And it gives you that smaller grid so you can place items more accurately right. to where exactly. you want them. Um which is, that's like the one thing, the one part of the decorating thing they didn't add to the Welcome Amiibo update in New Leaf, and that made me sad. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And then the last game, of course, Amiibo Festival, is kind of a party game. Um, had a board game. That was the main feature. I thought it was cute. There were some ways you could co- uh, customize it with Happy Home Designer by designing homes for Amiibo cards and then their exterior would pop up on the board, which I love that feature. Um, <laughs> and then it also had Desert Island Escape and a bunch of That's other it. games. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the best part of uh, Amiibo Festival. Yeah. I mean, I could play that all the time. I'm I'm actually, I've been planning to bring back my Let's Play of that. I only made it through like five levels when I originally did it. So... I'm going to play through more levels on that. So look for that on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, so let's talk Pocket Camp. Like, what are the new additions to Pocket Camp? Right. The the, the biggest one is that you have your own camper now. In New Leaf, um, they introduced that with the Welcome Amiibo update. And some villagers would come every day with their camper. But now you have your own. And that also allows you to travel to different areas. Yeah, and I I really like this idea of the camper. This kind of hit me the other day. I was like, you know, whenever you start an Animal Crossing game, the first one, you're on a train going to your new town. The second one, you're on a taxi. The next one you're on, is City Folk a bus? Yeah, that's a bus. Yes. And mm-hmm. then you're back on a train again. But you've never, like, taken yourself somewhere. Right, right. And so I think... For one, you can, like, customize your character before you start your trip, but it would be really cool if your method of getting to your town slash visiting other towns was getting your own camper. So uh, I guess I just think, like, oh, man, I'm taking myself to this new place. Like, it's not (laughs) anybody, like, controlling my destination. It's me picking where I want to be. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah. So I think that that's one way to like let us customize ourselves because I love that we can change our skin color on this game. So I can be brown if I want. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anything that's like an excuse to just give you some more control over the character customization, customization right. process I'm into. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, the camper thing is awesome. Like I said, I've been decorating mine more now and... 
I'm like now looking at specific items that I can craft and going like, oh yeah, that's going to look great in my camper. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another new thing that they did was the campsite decorating. So up until this point, your decorating has been focused in your home and to some extent like your town with the public work projects in New Leaf. But now you're focused on an outdoor area. And this is another thing that I really want in the new game. But like the amenities that you make, like the first one I made was the half pipe in my Australian one. And I was like, right. I want this to be in my next Animal Crossing town. <laughs> it needs to. Yeah. So the campsite decorating, I, I feel like that needs to be something that's in there. And, you know, the next one is one of our favorite things, but OK Motors. Yes. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about those beautiful birds? <laughs> yeah, they, they just belong in the series now. It's like they were missing and we had no idea. Yeah. And so th- this is another thing because I'm like, I don't want to... I, I want the camper specifically because I know the OK Motors crew is going to show up in the next game. So I'm like, we have to dr- use campers. Come on. <laughs> I, right. I need this to be my method of travel to and from towns, you know? And right. it would be cool, like, if there was, like, a designated area where you park your camper when you visit somebody else. And then that person could, like, go into your camper and see how you decorated it still. Right, right. Like, I would not mind having two loans, one on a camper, one on my house. <laughs> That's a very good point. Yeah. And you know what? When when you visit somebody, you know, you're you're visiting their town and you want to look around. In, in the meantime, they could begin by looking at your camper. Yeah. And then, oh, man. And I, I feel like a lot of people kind of complain about, you know, always having a loan or a mortgage to pay. And I'm like... <laughs> But I mean, that's kind of like your main goal in the game. It's right, to like exactly. grow your place and pay it off. So I feel like adding another thing that we pay for kind of extends the game a bit. Right. Yeah. But yeah, so OK Motors is a new thing to Pocket Cam, completely unique and completely awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Right. Or, and also yeah. the, the different areas in, in the town that you can go to. Yeah, for sure. Um, the, so the areas, cause I mean, like for the most part, when you play animal crossing, you're in that one place, uh, unless you go like inside a house or a shop or anything, but yeah. like this one, I, I, I always think of kind of that map that Nintendo showed of animal crossing and people saw a cave and they're like, Oh man, can you go to a cave? Can you go to this <laughs> right. Island? And so the the game definitely gives that vibe where you have like these unique areas, like you're in the mountains, you're by the river, you're <laughs> at the beach. And yeah, I think that's always fun, like seeing the new environments. Like I can't tell you like how many times, like I didn't <laughs> really do anything in an area in Pocket Camp. I literally just like looked at the surroundings. <laughs> yes, right, exactly, because they're so different from each other. It's like the town... In in a way, it's just made up of these big different areas. It's so cool. Yeah. And so the one thing specifically that I'm into is the different sized trees. Animal Crossing <laughs> New Leaf gave us different sized villagers, but Animal Crossing Pocket Camp gave us different sized trees. <laughs> 
finally. <laughs> and I've wanted that for so long. I, it, it's the smallest thing, but like I said, we stress about <laughs> the small things in Animal Crossing. Right. Yeah. So how would you say this game is different from other titles in the series? It's definitely more focused on um, chores in a way or satisfying the requests of your villagers. Th that's really your main goal, um, at least while you're getting started. In the new games, you have a lot more freedom. You have a lot more different, thing different things to do. But definitely on this one, the focus is on the villagers and their requests. Yeah. So... Uh... And and especially because like it's worth mentioning like that first Animal Crossing game, you, a lot of villagers always gave you the app option to ask for something to do, like oh like do you need anything? And then they'd be like oh I let this person my bar borrow my Game Boy, and they haven't given <laughs> it back. And then you're on a hunt for a Game Boy kind of thing. So this kind of like it's all based around that basic gameplay, <laughs> right? Where they're like, oh, I'm looking for these things. And they're looking for fish, bugs, fruit, shells, um, pretty much anything <laughs> that you can collect in each of the areas. And then you give it to them. And in return, you get more crafting supplies. So you can craft not only like furniture that they want, but furniture that you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Yeah. So th this makes me think of specifically, like I wanted to talk about so Chrissy Teigen, who I guess is a model, um, I kind of seen her on that like lip syncing show. Um, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I've seen her as the host of that, but she is a big fan of Nintendo and she downloaded Animal Crossing Pocket Camp and kind of like did a bit of a rant on the game and <laughs> how it worked. And I was, <laughs> what's funny is my friend sent it to me and I was like, well, she didn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> she doesn't she doesn't know like what to watch out for in this game <laughs> right that's why we make it <laughs> so that that was my first thought but then my second was like well i think it's important that we you know give some good tips to everybody on the game and you know just let them know like you don't have to spend 120 bucks like chrissy teigen did to get all of the coolest stuff <laughs> right away because i think for me the heart of animal crossing is in waiting um, exactly like it's not it's not a short-term game it's a long-time commitment playing animal crossing <laughs> right it's a commitment if you if you rush if you spend too much time when, when you start an animal crossing game you can burn off and you can sort of um, impact negatively your your enjoyment of the game now that you are able to spend actual money to to buy lift tickets and progress faster, that is definitely something you do not want to do. Yeah, I think that's honestly like the m less enjoyable way to play it. Because w once you start building like your big amenities and stuff and you're waiting three days for something, that's when you know you're playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> like right, right. nothing happens over a couple hours in animal crossing it's always like because the games themselves they all run in real time and so like maybe you're all i can't wait three hours for these fruit to grow in <laughs> real life or in the other other animal crossing games you had to wait three days like real life <laughs> days 
for these fruit to grow. So, right. Yeah, I think as things take longer to do slash accomplish, like it's getting more and more accurate to real Animal Crossing. <laughs> right, and, and you you would plan around it. You would have some batches of trees that would grow one day, and then the next day you had some, and while while others were still growing. So you you would plan the timing around, so you always had something to do. Yeah. And and then also, I think, like, slowing it down like that keeps you from burning out. Because I think, like, when you're spending leaf tickets on the game, like, it's constantly going. And you're constantly feeling like you're doing chores and things, you know? And right. I'm like, uh, you, you see kind of, like, more of the worst aspects of the game. And which is, like, it's really a grind, you know? Like, it's a lot of work that you put into it. <laughs> Right, right, and it's it's repetitive because you're doing the same thing because it's not you're not giving it time to change around. Yeah, so I'd rec recommend like save those leaf tickets for first off like the two extra crafting slots. Those are a necessity. Like, yes, I agree. If you're impatient, you're gonna want extra crafting slots because <laughs> you can't wait <laughs> seven hours for one thing, and then you know. It's a long time to wait for one thing before you can make another. Um, I totally understand that. But, you know, I, I think, like, items that you have no other way of getting outside of leaf tickets are worth getting. Um, but mostly items that, like, don't go towards something you can already get. Like, don't spend it on the fishing nets. Don't spend it on the honey. Um, I'm sure we'll get plenty of, like, daily rewards for that type of stuff. Exactly. And you can already just catch bugs and catch fish. Like, you don't need the honey and the nets to help you most of the time. Right. right. So, for example, like, we know some holiday stuff is on the way. I'm sure some of that is going to be locked behind leaf tickets. Exactly. Like, this is Nintendo saying, like, yeah, we made this game and you can play it for free, but we need to make some money off of it. <laughs> And that's completely understandable. I I respect that because that's just the way mobile games work, you know? And that's right. how the people who worked on them get paid. And so I'm like, I'm definitely down for people to support that. And, you know, putting some items that need leaf tickets, like save for those specifically. <laughs> Right, right. Uh, give give us some items that we they know we're definitely going to be interested in. We will have some leaf tickets, and then if we need to buy a few more, <laughs> that's when they make their money. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think learn to cherish like the slow grind to the game. Like Be like, oh, you know, I've logged in like a couple times a day for a month, and now I have all of this awesome stuff. And... That that's the most exciting moment for me in any Animal Crossing game. It's like I just started out and I have nothing, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> a month later, I'm like, "Man, look at my house, looking good." <laughs> right. Yeah. So I think the game has the potential to capture that aspect of Animal Crossing. Right, and and it's it's a good point that you know you know i wish you we could spend leaf tickets to buy the essences because i definitely still need some of the sporty ones <laughs> yeah yeah the i am specifically like trying to get like all the cute essences because 
that tree swing's adorable. I know the cute <laughs> ones get the carousel too. I'm like, I need a carousel. Come on. Oh. Who doesn't want a carousel in their campsite? Right. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I I say like cherish the the weight in Animal Crossing, but also I completely understand being frustrated with the game slowing down. And I imagine by the next time we make our podcast, people are going to be hitting the the level 20 point where it's just like, oh, man, this is going a lot slower than it did at first, you know? Exactly. So I've been kind of thinking of ways to combat that. And one of the things I found was the tents are incredibly important to keep your people leveling up. So... Once characters reach level seven, they're stuck there unless you build the sporty tent or the cool tent or the cute tent or the natural tent. Like they require those things to keep leveling up. (laughs) So I'd say, uh, and this is why I was frustrated at first with not being able to get cotton. And it's because all the tents need cotton to be built. So cotton is a valuable resource. Find any villager that gives you cotton. They're very, um, I don't know if you all follow, if you follow my Twitter and look at my likes, you will be able to see like a chart or you can just search this chart, but a chart that tells you what each villager gives as rewards because villagers will give certain things. The most popular thing they give is metal. Um, the least popular right. thing they give is preserves. Um, so I don't know if that's based on like what items require this stuff or or what, but it's definitely right. I was thinking maybe their personalities too. Yeah, that could be it, uh, man. So the other day on Discord. We were all kind of trying to figure out what the color scheme was on the Amiibo cards. And I right. was like, L- now I'm really interested. So I looked at them for a while and I was like, oh, it's it's their Zodiac sign. Right. Yeah. So now I'm going to be looking at this and trying to figure out <laughs> what right. what they do. But also, like, right. I don't know if it's personalities because I know, like, there are a bunch of natural characters, for example, and you have a couple that give you cotton, four that give you steel, four that give you wood, but none of them give you preserves or paper. Uh, That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, this chart super helpful. So I think it's mostly to like, I don't know which way you find easiest, like either having them in your campsite so you can regularly have something to do for them to get cotton or like having them in rotation. So when they are there you know you're getting cotton from them three times by fulfilling their tasks Um, right i guess i'll have to test that out and see what is best (laughs) but yeah so you know be aware of like what you need to level up the or get the tents as soon as possible because once you have each tent every one of your characters can level up beyond seven Right. Do you know if there's a limit after that? Um, so if you click on the characters, they kind of show you um, their what they give you at like major level ups. And so far, I know they can get to at least level 20. 
Oh, wow. But I don't know, like, what the limit is after you pass that, like, level 7 cap. Right. So I imagine maybe it's, like, 14 or something if they just double it. Right. Mm -hmm. That that would make sense. Yeah. So uh, one thing that's going to help you, like, hold on to or have access to uh, crafting materials is getting a My Nintendo account. Like, that's going to be crucial for you if you're short on cotton, like I always was. Because now you can just get bundles of 20 cotton just by, you know, having an account on there. Right. So right, and if you get the the free ones, and especially the ones with your Facebook and Twitter accounts, you can still get the OK Motors cap and shirt, and you still have um, tickets left over for uh, supply. Yeah, and so definitely get those special items. Those are they're too cute. I was wearing them the whole time. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, get those things. But yeah, you can keep getting crafting supplies from that. So um, I know right. weekly you have the potential of getting. I want to say I did the math earlier. I think it was 180 um, my Nintendo points. And so that would give you like three bundles of any supply, which would be 60 crafting hmm. supplies. Right. Oh, that's a great which, amount. Yeah, that's every week. And that goes a long way. You know, that's a that's a whole tent yes. right there. Maybe a couple tents. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, focus on, like, leveling up those tents if you want to, like, not hit such a slowdown in your game. Because then most of your characters can still level up and give you um, hearts to grow your own level. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there are charts that you can use to figure out, like, what people give. Um, the rarest are preserves and paper. Um, I imagine it's mostly because maybe there aren't a lot of things you make with those things. Um, right. Like the only thing I used preserves on was a pizza, <laughs> which which right. takes like 10 hours. <laughs> I am astonished at how long it takes animals to make pizza. <laughs> it, it's amazing. Um, other than that, like, I guess what other tips would you have for new players in Pocket Camp? Oh, the biggest one is always remember to check people's market boxes. Um, it's a great way to get different items. Um, also, be mindful when you put your own items for sale. If you put more than one of the same item, the price is not going to adjust automatically unless, you know, they, they could always fix that with an update. But be mindful. And if you put more than one, make sure you change the price to, you know, to, to get your money's worth. Yeah, and then also... Um, my wife kind of ran into this because she was like, oh, man, I just sold my stuff for super cheap. The thing. So, like, <laughs> say you put an apple up and the starting price is 100. When you put a second apple up and you press to increase the price, it doesn't go up by another 100. It goes up by 10 right. bells. So be aware right. that you need to click that button a little bit more if you want to sell them for <laughs> 200. <laughs> um right so yeah um speaking of like looking at your friend's stuff another thing that i really want more people to do is to pay attention to their friend list and pay attention to when their friends have an icon with a shovel because that shovel icon they're looking for somebody to lend them a hand to get into shovel strike quarry right and how often does it reset um is it daily or every three hours so 
Shovel Strike Quarry, it refreshes with a new reward every three hours. But you're so you can get in by either getting five friends to lend you a hand or by paying 20 leaf tickets. Don't pay leaf tickets. Definitely go for the friends. But if you get five friends, if you try to get five friends, you have to do it within that day. Because when it's a new day, that count starts over again and you have to try to get five more friends once again. So that's why I'm saying like pay attention to when people have that little icon and lend them a hand. I've been waiting for one person (laughs) like pretty (laughs) consistently. I'm always like, man, I just need one more of my 20 or whatever friends that I have on here to let me in. (laughs) And then it gets to the new day and I'm like, great, I have to do this again. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And the big thing is like, this is a good way to get like different essences that you need. Yes. So you can right. wait till that point in the day when you're like, oh man, I've been waiting for lovely essences this whole time. Let's go to Shovel Strike Quarry <laughs> now. So yeah, pay attention to your friends' market boxes because at the same time, like today I was struggling to find those little green bugs. What are the fruit beetle? Right. And every single person in my place wanted a fruit beetle. And I was just like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> and I I looked through all of my friends' market boxes. And unfortunately, nobody mm. put any for sale. So I just had to find them. <laughs> but <laughs> right. if you're ever struggling on that, a lot of people are putting fish up, fruit, anything you need. Like, right. if you have extras of stuff, too, like, put it up there. Um, somebody's going right. to need it at some point. Right, and when you are around level, I want to say between 12 and 16, you're going to run into uh, a full inventory, and you're going to be using your market box a lot. So it's a good way for other people to buy items from you and for you to make sure you have room for different items that you get. Yeah, yeah, and I definitely wanted to give some tips on that inventory management because it's animal crossing you want to pick up literally everything and catch every bug (laughs) and catch every fish and you're gonna hit that limit quick (laughs) so right a good way to watch your inventory is definitely like doing chores for people like sometimes you have them ask for like five different fruits and you're like oh this gets me some crafting materials and frees up five inventory slots exactly so do chores for people because that's going to give you more inventory space and then use that market box. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, was there anything else? Um I am forgetting. I did have an extra Oh, yes, the missions. There are timed missions and then also some overall milestone goals, I believe they're called. So um, keep those in mind. It's a good way to get extra leaf tickets and extra items. Yeah, and and it can And now that you mentioned that, it can kind of direct like what you want to make. For example, you can get, I want to say, 10 leaf tickets if you fill your campsite with four green items. And so you're like, oh, I I want to make some green items. And I also wanted this person to live in my camp. So, right. exactly. Yeah. So you can make those items that they want and then get tickets for it, leaf tickets, which is awesome. Right, and, and and another one is that if as you fulfill uh, villager requests, there is a, I want to say it's weekly, goal with the platinum coins for my Nintendo, 
um, I believe if you do 100 requests during the whole week, you get 100 points to spend on leaf tickets and supplies in there. Yeah, and those uh, those are 100 My Nintendo points. So you can, that's 40 pieces of cotton right there. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how I look at my Nintendo points now right. in terms of what my crafting supplies are. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's awesome. And so that's my other thing. Cotton is precious in this beginning part of the game. Like, because you really want to focus on getting those tents as soon as possible. Because if you don't have your characters leveling up anymore, you're essentially just getting crafting supplies. You're not getting any more experience to grow levels, get more leaf tickets, get more bells. And right. so, yeah, it, it'll just make the game go a little bit faster. But, you know, always don't be afraid to just enjoy the slow world of Animal Crossing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Don't rush it. Yeah. So the I, I've made some notes of some fun things that we've been seeing in Animal Crossing. So have you seen, like, any of the tweets that people have put up about the game? Yes. Um, I saw the one that had different animals, like, in cages. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and also the ones where, where they have them in front of different lamps and they turn on and off. Yeah. So a lot of people are just making, like, little cults <laughs> in their campsite. <laughs> right. And they'll make, like, they'll put a fence around each character, like, and put a bed in there and, like, a porta potty or something. <laughs> and they're like, this is my prison. <laughs> this is where you go to jail animals <laughs> and like in in some sense it's hilarious because i'm like well hilarious but sad because it's like this is a zoo <laughs> this is quite literally a zoo <laughs> yeah right like you give an animal you put an animal in a cage put a bed and a toilet in there and they're good <laughs> and yeah and then other people are going the hilarious route and making cults like lamp cults where villagers right. just kind of stand there flicking a lamp on and off <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because like i didn't even notice that villagers did that at first but i was walking through my campsite today and i was like this guy's just standing in front of the lamp <laughs> turning it off and on Right. <laughs> he needs an activity to do. <laughs> right. I'm like, I really need to get a half pipe in here. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. And since since you've been playing, um, you know, for, for the second time in a way, and you're playing alongside your wife, have you noticed any big differences? Any, any difference in the villagers that you start out with or how the game progresses? So I, I noticed this actually today, right before we started recording, but... I was, my wife has been able to get Kid Cat for a little while now. She she was actually like pretty excited about the Kid Cat. She was like, "Oh, I really like this cat. I want this cat in my place. I'm gonna be their friend." And I was like, "Oh, that's really cool. I haven't even seen Kid Cat yet." And so, she she got Kid Cat at a lower level than I got Kid Cat. Oh, okay. Interesting. So I think there is some randomization about what animals you see at what point. For example, mm -hmm. like I've been seeing Carrie, the kangaroo, around my town for yes. a bit. But that uh, when she saw Carrie in my game, she was like, oh, I haven't seen a kangaroo. 
Oh, okay. Right, right. So it's definitely different. Yeah. So I think there is some variety because the whole time I kind of thought like, oh, you level up and you all get the same things. Right. Right. But exactly. that doesn't seem to be the case anymore. Um, yeah. So uh, that's like the main difference I've noticed. Um, other than that, like it's pretty, it's pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I mean, you get all the same locations. Um, you kind of, you do have pretty much the same like starting villagers, like depending on who you picked, like I went Apollo again, um, mm-hmm. with the cool camp just cause I noticed a lot of people were doing the natural one. But now in hindsight, thinking about it, I, this is another thing I have to check on her game, but I notice like a lot of my rewards give me a lot of cool essences. Oh, right. <laughs> so like all of those, um, what, what's the Isabel goals, the long-term goals, the stretch goals. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So a lot of my stretch goals have provided me cool essences. So, I I wanted to check if her game, because she went with the natural look, if her game was like giving her stretch goals that gave her a lot of natural essence. I wish. <laughs> I I have a lot of the blue one. I think that's the the cool one, right? It's like a Siam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It, it's either that or the sporty. <laughs> Right. You know, actually, it might give you more of the one you choose, and it's just the fact that I used it already. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, so I, I I have a theory that, like, the game just, like, gives you more of that essence, depending right. on what you choose. Right. Um, so I'll double-check with hers. Um, but now I'm like, man, I feel like I realized this in the Australian one, but forgot about it before I started over. Because then I would have started with the cute camp, though I I really don't mm-hmm. like the lovely furniture. I would have bitten <laughs> the bullet just to get like extra cute essences to get the the carousel a lot sooner. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's kind of all that I've noticed with it. Um, other than that, it's been, it's been really fun. Um, I see her show up in my little camp areas and I'm like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go visit your place, see what you've done. Cause she, she does a lot of decorating, which, it, which right. it, it's right. always fun to see how people decorate. Right. So we're definitely in the start of something really great. And we know some of the data mines that's been going on. We're not, we're, we know we're getting gardening and different items. We are also waiting on crafting clothing, which is going to be really awesome. So this is this could be the beginning of something. Great. Yeah, there, I I said it at the beginning. I'm going to say it again. Like there, there is so much that this game could mm-hmm. add, and I think we're going to see it a, a lot very quickly. So um, I don't know. My my wife keeps asking. She's like. So is it going to like start snowing soon? Because this looks like it still looks like fall. (laughs) And like where we live, it's pretty cold and it's snowed like once already. It didn't really stay, but she's like, I'm ready for winter. Like I want to see the trees have lights on them and things. And I'm like, I think it's going to happen, but I I don't know at what (laughs) point in December it's going to happen. (laughs) 
it would be awesome if it happens starting on Friday, which is going to be snow day in Yeah, May. December 1st. Um, I, I always love that first snow day where the snow hasn't really stuck on the ground yet, but you can see like kind of the frost on the floor right. and then it's just snowing and things feel cozy. Oh, I love right. that. <laughs> I can't <laughs> I can't wait to play it somewhere. <laughs> um but yeah, I want to see that like cuz one of the big things with this game is like we haven't seen any different weather patterns yet. It's always right. sunny and the, I mean sun's fine, but that's my least favorite weather. <laughs> I'm like right. Right, and we, we we have been noticing that the the color of the leafage changes, so I, I think snow is coming. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're gonna start getting snow, and we're gonna get. So so next month, what I would expect as far as updates go is new like, um, like holiday themed furniture that's specific to the season. Um, we're gonna right. see snow. We're gonna see like the Christmas lights up. And what else? Oh, I think we're going to see, like, our first event in the game. Right, right. I hope so. And uh, a cool way to introduce uh, crafting of clothing would be to allow you to craft, um, you know, holiday-themed clothing. Yeah, that would be super cool. Like, if Jingle <laughs> came to town and then you're like, man, you're all right as Santa, but I want to be Santa too. And then you craft your own Santa suit. Right. My, my one fear is that it's all going to be made out of cotton. <laughs> and I'm like, no, <laughs> I need my cotton for these things. Can I make one out of paper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, just give me all my paper clothes, which would be cool. Because yeah. one of the items that didn't come out in the States in New Leaf was that like paper boat hat thing. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. I still want that item. I've never gotten it, and I want it so bad. Do you have it? Dang No. <laughs> I just need I need to find somebody with that item so I can buy it for them. We'll pay a right. million bells. Let me know. <laughs> I, I have the money. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, that, that's my one fear about crafting clothing is that I've been holding oh, on so tight to my cotton that I'm just like, I don't know if I'll do it, if that's the case. Right. <laughs> but you never know. Like, I, I wonder, because I, I, ne I never got to the point where I got a tent beyond those, like, first four tents that you could craft. So my mm -hmm. thought was, like, so you start out with cotton, just making, like, a small, weak tent. My thought's, like, the little three little pig style. And maybe from there you're mm -hmm. like, Let, let's do wood for my my thing right. and right. then after that it's like i need something really sturdy we're gonna make this a steel place right that's a good so point. maybe we won't need cotton in the future and <laughs> that's what the game's like kind of going toward <laughs> ah okay right yeah that that's my prediction right here right now that <laughs> the future tents are not made of cotton they're made of wood <laughs> steel and paper <laughs> yeah but yeah if anybody's listening i'm super serious about that hat <laughs> on new leaf i will pay a million bells for that hat. 
<laughs> so if you if you're in need of a million bells, I'm in need of that <laughs> hat. <laughs> um. So yeah, I guess l- let's talk kind of about the upcoming New Leaf events. So we've mentioned Snow Day. So what happens for Snow Day? Oh well, it, it's gonna start snowing, and my my favorite part. I think it's my favorite season in real life, but also in New Leaf because you have the Snowman family, the Snow Dad, Snow Mom, Snow Child, and the Snow Tyke. Yeah. I, I guess I, I love how. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, but I just love how you have to, you know, roll the snowballs around and it has to be the perfect size. And it, it, it was so awesome. Yeah. Um, so I know for me, I'm still missing like a lot of the snow dad, like roulette furniture. So last year I kind of mm-hmm. like planned building my snowmen out of like making all of them. And then the snow tyke stuff was also really hard because you had to have specific... Um, like specific snowmen built perfectly and specific ones built not perfectly (laughs) to get all the items. But I kept getting the same thing. I was like, I know I'm doing this right. Why am I doing it wrong? (laughs) Um, So yeah, there are a bunch of guides to how to do that. um, If you don't want to spend the time figuring it out, but so the snow dad, um, that's like the biggest sized snowman. And they wear a top hat, and they have creepy eyes. Everybody <laughs> who sees those eyes at first, and just like they're they're just like, what the right. heck is going on with their eyes? Why are they zeros? <laughs> and I was like, oh well, they roll around, and it's like a roulette, and you have a bingo card, and if your number is on there, you get bingo, <laughs> right? <laughs> and that that's all you can do. <laughs> Right, so, but I love the fact that you can visit somebody, and if they have snow that you can go get their bingo number. Yeah, you can get those extra numbers, extra rolls. Always important yeah. to get those, um, <laughs> especially if you're trying to get these items quick, because um, you only right. have the winter to do it. That's yeah, right. The snow mom stuff—that's the easiest to get. So she gets mm-hmm. the ice series. And essentially, like, they're little snowflakes floating around. It doesn't have to be snowing. It can be a sunny day, but it only happens in the winter. But there's, like, a special snowflake. You catch it with your bug-catching net, and then you give her... Is it three or five? I want to say it's three. I believe it's either one. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to say five. It might be five. I don't remember. Um, But she'll give you a piece of ice furniture, and you can get a ton of those each day. So if you're really adamant, you can get the entire series within that, like, three to four day period that she's alive. Right. Because um, mm-hmm. these snow people do die. <laughs> they melt away <laughs> to nothing. <laughs> um, the next one, the snow child, this is the hardest one to make. Um the uh, just getting the size correct is hard right and then right. i know i made a lot of snow moms on accident yeah so that's that's what you're going to do a lot you're going to make snow moms <laughs> instead of snow childs i think it's like snow boy or something um mm-hmm. i just called him child cuz i thought it was a snow girl the whole time but then when <laughs> i played it again i was like oh it's a boy no right boy <laughs> so so yeah you you're going to get this one wrong it's okay 
<laughs> it happens to all of us. Um, but I don't even remember what they give you. I think they give you like other type of furniture. Right, right. I I don't remember their their specifics either. Yeah, and then the snow tyke is the smallest one. This one's not too hard to make. Um, it's just a really <laughs> small small little snow person. <laughs> Uh, right, and and this is the one that uh, grants you different rewards if everyone else is perfect. Yeah, right? so you'll get a certain thing if they're all perfect. I think it's the Matryoshka, the little nesting dolls, the snowman oh, nesting yes, dolls. I love those. Um, and then there's an item if only two of them are perfect, or two of the other family members are perfect. And then there's another mm -hmm. one if only one family member is perfect. So I think maybe it's all perfect, three perfect, two perfect, one perfect. Right. Mm -hmm. And then that's it. And then you get four items from that. But <laughs> right. And it sounds like the easiest because it's only four, but it's the hardest for sure. Right. Because mm -hmm. you have to make, optimally, you would get all four items over 16 days if you do it perfectly. <laughs> right, right. And that, that, that pretty much gives you only one chance throughout each winter. Yeah. Um, I, I mean... It feels like one chance. It feels, uh, but you just, you'll fail so much on the way there <laughs> right? that you'll be like, <laughs> right. great, I have to do this all over again. <laughs> um, and, and I've been through that. I did that all last winter. And then I was like, <laughs> I can't, I give up. <laughs> and then I just enjoyed having, decorating my house in a very winter theme. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but yeah, those are kind of the upcoming things in New Leaf. Winter is such a great time of year. I love fall and winter the most. Spring and summer, right. they're all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, anything else you wanted to add for today? No, uh, just definitely um, I welcome everyone that is playing Pocket Camp. Uh, we look forward to playing with you and to sharing our tips and just remember be patient um don't rush it um, it's it's animal crossing yeah and as always if you all are listening on youtube be sure to like comment and subscribe and share this video if you think other people are enjoying pocket camp or you know just animal crossing in general um getting this podcast out is always fun um soundcloud um we're still trying to aim for that goal of i think we need 15 patrons to you know comfortably pay for the unlimited version of soundcloud so we can have every episode up on there um for now we're gonna have the two most recent and the first episode i might change that to the three most recent since everything is on youtube um so try not to fall behind if you listen on soundcloud or itunes um we also have our discord channel Everybody's playing Pocket Camp on there, so if you need some more friends to get you into that quarry, we've got you covered. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah join the Discord. Um, there's special things for people who are patrons. Um, that's still getting worked out a little, because right now we have two, and I think Sergio's one of them. <laughs> and I will probably be one soon, too. Um, but, yeah, we're getting different goals for patron or patrons on patreon and stuff so that's cool but yeah the discord's a great place um we're all super friendly ready to just enjoy animal crossing and have fun and then was there anything i missed in this closing statement 
No, no, you, you got everything. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for listening, and we will, uh, I guess, see you in a couple weeks, um, a little bit earlier since we were a little late today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, enjoy Pocket Camp. Learn to love that slow tedious gameplay <laughs> um you know I, I say that in a loving way um right but yeah <laughs> and we will talk to you next time bye thank you enjoy pocket camp